This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 5, My Little Purple Phoenix. All right, folks, I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl? The end of summer is approaching and our tans are looking good. We've been taking in the sun and more spoilers and enjoying every minute of it. We'll dive into the families of the Phoenix and Unicorn clans to get acquainted with the magical clan of Rokugan, as well as the riders of Rokugan. But first, our Phoenix spoiler, Against the Waves. All right, great. Yes, we have another Phoenix Conflict card. It's an event. It's against the waves. We're going to take care of it immediately. Top of the show. Let's get it. Hot news, right? Breaking news. Here it is. And I believe, because I looked at the spoiler list that someone is maintaining on Google Drive, mm-hmm. I believe this is the last of the Phoenix cards. This is the gap. Now this, this is, card, this is, this this is completion? Holy yeah. cow. Awesome. Co- conflict card. It is number 177 in the set. It is against the waves. It is an event. It costs one. It is a spell. It is a water spell, as you might guess from the name. <laughs> Action. Choose a Sugenja character. Bow or ready the character. The flavor text is, water is ever-changing. A gentle wave one moment and a torrent of force the next. Hmm. So here's an awesome thing. Right? Choose a Sugenja character. So I looked at the Shugenja characters, and I thought about them. And obviously, there's a whole lot of Shugenjas in Phoenix. There are a few in each of the other clans. Here's the thing, though. Tungashi Yokuni is also a Shugenja. Uchi. The Dragon Clan champion can be exhausted for one fate with this card. Or pay one to ready him, too. Or pay one to yeah. ready him, too, if you're if you're paired with Phoenix. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Not, and, and the dragons also have various Shugenja in there, I think they might be the second most from what we know. Most populous. Maybe the third, yeah, to have the most Shugenja in there. Right, because they're monks, and the, monk and the, the monks aren't necessarily Shugenja, but the, mm. they're kind of one in the uh, similar, similar ilk. Similar yeah, see, it just seems like an all-around good card to me. Yeah, I was, think, I was thinking over Phoenix. I don't think there's a whole lot of Shugenja who care particularly about bowing to do stuff, right? A lot of that is just action, do a thing. Yep. There's a lot of sitting home. So no yep. major benefit there, but then the usual just get into more conflicts. Yeah, get into more conflicts. And then also, I was thinking about, okay, might when might you want to bow already somebody? You could bow already in between conflicts to defend or uh, to initiate, but you could also do it at the end of a conflict phase. So each of you has a claimed a ring, and you're tied for tied. Oh, for so the for favor. the glory value for standing your yeah. character. Yeah. So yeah, because yeah. the Phoenix people... Because the Phoenix have high tend to have high glory, you say, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ready this Sugenja here, and I'm gonna capture the favor," and that could be a real that could upset the plans of your opponent, especially if they have two rings and you have one, and you're, you're he thinks you're all tapped out, right? And then boom. And if you haven't gone the the honored the honored route for that combat and taking advantage of the stronghold that way, it gives you the plus two glory, basically. Yes. To get into the, into that, into the, absolutely into the fight for favor. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So this, this I think can be, I think it's a strong card for one, but it's well costed. Mm-hmm. And it can be very, very detrimental. What's the influence zero. cost on that again? The influence cost. Oh yes. Good question. One, it is one pip. That's one crazy bit. Um, bamboo shoot. So yeah, were. so that that's a that's <laughs> that's like a almost a no brainer splash. Yeah, absolutely. If you if you oh. if you want to pair with Phoenix, yeah, and we are going to post this the the image on our website, and we'll tweet out uh, that, and the link will be in our show notes, so you guys can see that here. But um, the the art is really pretty amazing. It's a Shugenja, as you might guess, um, blasting At the front of a tidal opponents. Yeah. yeah, with water. So it's quite neat. It's quite neat. Uh, any other thoughts on this? This is this is kind of this. I think this fulfills, as I said earlier, this fulfills the the conflict cards for Phoenix. So Phoenix seem to be you know reliant on rings. They're always interacting with rings, mm-hmm. and then they're uh, they're being manipulative. I don't want to say tricksy. That that seems seems pedantic. But I do want to say manipulative in that they manipulate the game state a little bit more than other clans. Right. Ryan, yeah, a less directly right. as well. Yeah, yeah. Rain is, we shall 
mm. uh, you know, diplomatize, be diplomats and, and outthink you at, in in court. Diplomatize, right? huh? Diplomatize. Can yeah. Just come up with hey, that one. I, I did. Yep. I can create. <laughs> you can, you can, I can create vocabulary. You can call me on that. I have the letters <laughs> after my name. I can create vocabulary. That's. <laughs> now, now you mentioned that with um with Yakuni, it's interesting because I hadn't really considered Phoenix as a serious um dragon splash, but there's enough things in there to mil- still make it worthwhile, and that is scary good early on. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The, that's a, a, I mean, a nice strong champion to do crazy crap. And there's so. no maximum, right? So you can play, you can play them uh, all three in one turn if you like. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of ways. It's a, it's a water spell. It, it is, you know, you're gonna, you're kind of, th- and that's the thing that I'm seeing as I'm thinking about who I want to ally with, who I play with, who I want to ally with. You have to, you can't just say, oh, okay. it's not like Netrunner where you're like, okay, I'm going to take a counterside from, from Criminal and everything else from Anarch. Yeah. Or I'm going to take, I'm going to take this from that and this from that and this from the other. It is. A, it you is have a, to like choose like, which is the best all around for me to take? Right. I think it's going to be a harder choice. Yeah. It's, 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 we, it's a we have more a, complex choice. We have a yes. little bit of the thing, a, a, a hint of the way the Star Wars LCG plays where you literally build by clicking card blocks. Mm-hmm. So right now it's basically a deck is two card blocks. Which which one are you taking? Anything, whatever you want from, and which one are you taking the influence? The uh, okay. influence. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can vary the block a little bit, but yeah, that's but a still, good analogy. It's a matter of like, yeah, yeah which clan has the stuff? Which yeah, and which clan has the most useful stuff that I can use well with my clan? Yeah, it is a little more yeah. interesting. Yeah, but. Possibly easier to power balance if we can make that prediction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. This, yeah. This might be one of those things where. Oh, and, sorry. And it's, sorry. Anything you, where you where you're putting a restriction like that mm-hmm. is going to make it easier to balance the game. Yeah. The color pies stay nice and distinct. Yeah. We should do well. Yeah. yeah. And you know each so each clan sort of has their niche, mm-hmm. and you how you want to fulfill your clan's niche, you know that that determines who you're going to ally with, right? Mm-hmm. So that that makes for. In some ways, a more complicated, harder choice because, like, okay, who do I choose? Mm-hmm. But then again, it's also a slightly easier choice because once you've made that choice, it's really pretty easy. Yeah, very solid. Right. And the fact that um, more more heavily clan-themed ideas can go into dynasty cards. Or, in fact, since we've seen the ways are um, conflict cards with no influence, uh, cards could be released that are conflict cards with no influence on them. Yep. Oh, yeah. So yep. um, I don't see that being a very common thing, but... but but enough. I enough, don't know. It's, it's it's a tool in their toolbox. It's a tool. It's a tool for balance. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would imagine there'd be at least a couple of cards each set that would have zero influence that you can't okay. take out inside a class. We'll find out. All right. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, presumably neutrals for starters, but other side, otherwise, we'll see on the clan front. You know. Yeah, and then of course they can do what they they can do with neutrals as they have done with Netrunner, which is the more powerful neutrals they can add influence to. Mm-hmm. They can true, add true. those bamboo shoots uh, to it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's right. another, another good call. The neutral, the neutral influence effect. Yeah, costs right. it costs everybody something. I think what we're seeing here is just the tightening up of everything. The LCG design team work fairly close together. Yeah. Right. And Brad and Nate and Eric and and Michael Boggs, who's the current designer for Netrunner, and Nate, who's current designer for Game of Thrones, they all work in the vicinity of one another, and they're constantly. I have the impression. I don't know for sure. We're not, we're not there in the office. Yeah, we're not there in the office. But I have the impression the that they're really tightening the, these things up. And you can tell in the design of the cards how things are structured. Like we were talking the other day, the dash, this dash that they're using in some of their stuff, right? So, so at, uh, Adept of the Waves, or Against the Waves, has this dash. And it seems like a lot of their actions and reactions have like what you do, like targeting or cost to be paid and then dash and then the, the effect. So that structure mm-hmm. of the card, of the language in the card, that templating is new. That it wasn't is. in Conquest. And you know? So that's one, one of those of, tightening ups. One of my frustrations from Netrunner is that they do have some templating in Netrunner cards, but as the design teams have changed, there some of those some of that templating has gotten dropped on certain cards. Been a bit more lax, as it were. Yeah, yeah. 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 Things have I been missed lately. Yeah, yeah. There, that, there's yeah. a couple of cards that have been there's a few cards that have been released recently that 
were overpowered that could have, if they'd been worded a little bit the more big, tightly. Well, the big red eye. The big red eye is one of those that needed to run immediately. Yeah. yeah. Before right. we turn this into a Netrunner one, but yes, the big red eye is I just want to yeah. bring up that, you know, they're, the, the templating is good. We like the templating. We yep. want the templating to be used. And it yeah. seems to be tighter than it was in other LCGs. Seems, right. Seems right. Please keep it tight. Please stick mm-hmm. with it. Please, you know, have a design document, someone that says, thou shalt template correctly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> That needs right. to be like like rule one. <laughs> right. So and it seems like choosing you can choose anything, but costs have to be paid by the cards that you control or the resources that are under your control. Yeah. So it mm-hmm. seems like to be that to be that case because let go is also choose an attachment, mm-hmm. discard it. Right. Choose yeah. So targeted, targeting versus yeah. a paid cost. Yeah. Exactly. If it said sacrifice an attachment, obviously that would be something you would have to deal with. Right. You know, right. makes sense. So this yeah. is a great card. I, I if I were to play Phoenix. Yeah. I would probably have uh, two of these in my deck, probably, maybe three, but depends it, on what I'm playing. It does illustrate a point, and you're kind of brushing it with let go as well, that there are many little toys we've seen so far that are a case of, hey, that's really good for me if I take that type of thing. And then you go, wait a second, no, it's good whether they're there or not to move them around, to bow them, to debuff them, whatever, whether my opponent's playing. Plenty yep. of nice yeah, double-edged double weapons. You know? uh, yeah, I think most of these, uh, a lot of the, these conflict cards are, they're toolboxy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's they, there's there's good flexibility in the, in especially in this card here, for example, mm-hmm. that you know there there are several situations you can use it in. It's, so it's you know you can put it in your deck just for a specific purpose. I want to use it to unbow Yakuni or whatever. Right. But it's it's so much more than that. You've got you've got lots of possibilities with this card. There's flexibility there. Yeah. So it, I think it just speaks overall to the the depth and the quality of the design that we've it, got going it on. It fits the um, adaptive style of the game we've seen, the flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we hope you enjoy uh, Against the Waves. Check out our website and our Twitter feed to see the actual card with the actual colors and text and art and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And we get to finish a set. <laughs> yeah, we get to finish the conflict for go. Phoenix. Woohoo! We We were in the middle of the crab I think, or maybe on the early side we, of the crab stuff. Yeah, we were on the early side of the crab stuff. Yeah, we watched Commander. Yeah, but now I'd we say, finish. I'd say we did. We did get to pinnacle it. That's a heck of a card. Oh, yeah, awesome. <laughs> watch Commander. Is, awesome card. It is cool. <laughs> All right, now on to we had the Phoenix fiction, which, which is, I loved. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, All yeah. right. I, I and I admitted this to you the other night. I was a little confused by the first. Like I understood some of the stuff, but there was a lot of. The, there were a lot of keywords, Japanese words that were used in the course of the first three or four pages where I'm like, I don't know what <laughs> they're talking about. I understood the coming in with the right and coming in with the left as a lion. She, she stepped in with the wrong foot. Um, that's a part of not only Japanese culture, but also parts of some, some religious cultures. Right. So Respect I understood that. I got that. that. Yeah. Mm. But now, like, then it got got a little winded. I kind of brushed by that. But once I got past, like, I think page five, I was golden. That's well, when the, when when they started the ceremony to honor the previous champion, and I'm forgetting his name. Was it Ujimitsu? Ujimitsu. Okay. When they got to that point, now that's action I can follow. <laughs> <laughs> this one more than all the others, like hit me. You know, because I had really? like, an emotional response okay. to it. It was yeah, it was, it was really well done. I really enjoyed it. Well, the author is an old. AEG guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's and oh darn it, he's got his own podcast. <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> understandable. Uh, Apparently, from wow. the amount of stuff he's done that's been the popular, no great shock. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, the, yeah. The first yeah, thing on Reddit yeah. FFG was like, yes, yeah, you know, yeah. No, it's cool. You know? Oh yeah, spooky. Yeah, spooky. That's something one of his things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent work. Really well done piece of fiction. And again, you know, I've I've said this of all of them so far, and I'm yeah, I realize I'm a fanboy, and that I'm gonna say <laughs> all of it's good, <laughs> but it's well done. It's very thematic of the clan it's it's very the it, it fits and shows it gives you good you know feel for what the clan really is mm-hmm. all of the all the clan fiction so far have been really good about giving you a feel for who and what the clan is what they represent right mm-hmm. and and we have the the thread that we identified last time which is that each of these clans have their own personal problem that they're dealing with was evident here mm-hmm. right that that there's some imbalance in the elements, yes, which caused the fire in the first place, 
Right. Mm-hmm. Now, there was some intimation. What do you guys think? There was some intimation that that was done on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was interesting. I was watching the watching the forums and Reddit and stuff. I normally do when these guys hit and seeing seeing stuff as it, as it as it was breaking live. People commenting on this. And an early thread came up saying that the um, the Shujenja, the various masters of each element, were apparently when the fire first kick off. If you if you read through this, sort of stand there and go, "Huh, that's interesting." Yeah, they and were then, completely. And then a while the, after well, that, they get in, they seem to be getting well, they're, involved. Well, first off, they're trying to determine why the spell went wrong. Mm-hmm. Then they're also trying to understand why the the you know the the spirits of fire would do what they did. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and I can completely agree. I think that's a perfectly reasonable um, conjecture on what on an explanation of what's happening, rationalization. But then you do go into that point later on of the there's a comment about the fire master um, appeasing the fire spirit at the end as he puts it out, and that's very nicely written because it's easily distinguishable either way of we're sorry stop the fire or here we go we've given you what you want right they're talking about the young the person who who started it and how he was well, that's he the was extra a, part as well yeah, he he's was also, a righteous yeah. victim yes yeah, also right. being a sacrifice of sorts yeah the well th- that that part though is not so much to this to the spirits as it is to a, a societal thing that he has to do mm-hmm. someone has to at least symbolically, fall on their sword for setting fire to this shrine. Well, for the disruption right. of the of the ceremony and the and the insults, right. as it were. Yeah, but and, and I totally agree that all that all pans out quite nicely. I think it's it speaks to good writing, um, literary critic moment here, where a little death of the author moment can come in, and we can all go, well, yeah, but the other story all makes sense as well. So now we're not sure. Right now we can see this intrigue. So uh, I'm yeah. I'm holding it up in front of me. The the. Por- it's the portion that I'm talking about. The exchange I'm talking about is on bottom of page eight, <clears throat> where the masters congregate, and it, the, they talk about Tadaka came in. Um, but your student has accepted full responsibility, Sukuisama said. Rujo, the fire master's frown deepened. It is a shame that I must dismiss him. He showed great promise. Okay, no, that's mm-hmm. that's perfectly yep. fine. Yep. The, the the piece that it cannot be helped. Rujo replied. We must preserve face and prevent a panic. He is noble to have done what is necessary. Mm-hmm. That last statement. He is noble to have done what is necessary, which is wonderfully double-edged. Yeah. So the way, that, this is that was the one where I was like, what? By well, the way, this, is, this see, has been the Art of Warcaster book corner, by the way. So you have in you know, in, in Japanese culture this this idea of on, of, of face, of, of how you present yourself to the world. And, and that's not just you. It's pretty much everyone associated with you. It's your family, your parents, your sisters, your brothers, your clan. You know, any you know, you represent everyone. Okay. That you are related to. Yep. So when you dishonor yourself, you're not just dishonor- dishonoring you. You're dishonoring everyone who is associated. Oh, with oh, you. okay, 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 okay. Gotcha. Now, now I see. I thought he was talking about done what is necessary in terms of starting the fire. But maybe no, what they're talking no, no, no. about well, is done what is necessary, which is I'm I'm being dismissed. I'm taking he's, full he, he's, yeah, That's what I mean oh. about symbolically falling on his sword. Yeah. Well, okay, also, gotcha. I would I, say I, see. I thought it was the yeah. Yeah. See, I'm so taking that, the view that, that you're changed. both you're both entirely right. Doug's Doug's um, societal in, um, interpretation is completely accurate. Of course, that's right. what would happen. Right. They have the um, the also the Shujenjo, the masters involved can't allow people to think that the elements could possibly be really out of control. So clearly, this student was a bad one. We're very sorry. He'll be appropriately removed from being trained. Right. So they save faces, teachers, and they don't give in. Alarm the they, pan- they don't the alarm, alarm people. The, the but folks. you're quite right. The implication, on the other hand, is still very nice and strong that they're also up to something else. And I think that's the good thing about this writing. Is it's so beautifully done that both of those are cl- could clearly be be accurate? All right, all right, it's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed uh, Sukune's. Uh, she's. I'm not going to be champion. I'm not going to yeah. be champion. I'm 17. I'm not going to be champion. Yeah. I'm not going to be champion. Oh <laughs> look, I'm champion. Crap. <laughs> yeah, I'll no, do my best. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the separation from her from her um her partner as well through this. Yeah, earth, yeah. Earth, so again, yeah. you have. You have something going on with the champion, not so much. You know the champions are, are to some extent, a reflection of their clans, mm-hmm. but you have the inner clan strife, the that that clan's particular problem, and then in some cases the the champion has a particular problem as well. Makoto Toturi has a problem with maybe confidence or people people's confidence in him. It's it's more people's confidence in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the I have to, I do have to say well, people are expecting the to be. sword the. 
what was it called? Ofushikai. Ofushikai. That was cool. <laughs> she opens it up, and uh, which did she open it up, and the ancestors appeared at the end? She, she drew, she drew part of the blade and saw a reflection. When we get oh, to, when, that's right. when, that's when we when we get yeah. to talking about the clan more in depth, I will cover Ofushikai. All right, so yeah. Yeah. let's go for it because. Mm. That's the you know we chose we chose Phoenix because they had fiction and we're gonna try to get ahead of ourselves here with Unicorn. All right, so yeah, so, so let's I'm, go into Phoenix. Let's I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sort of relate this again, relate the story to the 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 old fiction and just give you an idea about where FFG is coming from. So the Kami fall to Earth, as I've mentioned several times. Yeah, they have their they have their you know thing where they have their tournament to determine who will lead, and they go and find their own clans and everything like that, and they find then they go around searching for followers. So Sheba, who is the uh, in the original story the twin brother of Bayushi. Okay. Now I don't know if they're changing Sheba's gender for the new story or not. There's there's some indications that they might be. Okay. From things that FFG said, like in the AMA and stuff. like Sheba that. Sheba being the original Kami for the Phoenix Clan. Yes. Sheba. Okay. Yeah. So Sheba's the Kami, falls to the earth. You know, forms the the Sheba family. Uh, goes around looking for followers for people to join and become a clan. Uh, and uh, finds this person by the name of Isawa, who they have. Isawa is a great magician, a great you know, big time shugenja. Okay. Knows a lot, you know, one of the most powerful uh, in the land. And so they sort of hang out together because they, there's a lot of there's a lot of philosophy, a lot of spirituality, a lot of things that they can talk about. Sheba's a very spiritual kind of guy. Um, and so they sort of have a relationship where they are you know just sort of friends and hang out with each other. They also find this woman, her name is Asako, who becomes the third family of the So the we have so we have Shiba, Isawa, Asako. Asako. Okay. Yeah. Asako is a historian. Asako so, diplomat is the one that Yeah. yeah. They're the mm-hmm. diplomats are historians. Okay. They're, that that was that was sort of Asako's, you know, big thing. Mm-hmm. Those two things. Uh, so you've got like in the Lion Clan, you've got the Akoma, who are historians. You've also in the Phoenix Clan, you've got the Asako, which are historians also. And so the 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 Lion go a little bit more for military. The the Phoenix go a little bit more for societal and spiritual and you know communism. Because the Phoenix stuff. are also the knowledge seekers, right? Like right. They're they're the ones that are scholars. really like and the scholars. I mean, you see that in the fiction. They're talking about save the knowledge, save the right. books. The Asawa the are the greatest magical scholars in Rokugan. Okay, yeah, and there so. You go. <clears throat> Uh, there's an interesting story. That there's there's a lot of interrelation between the the, the the Phoenix and the Scorpion throughout the history. And one of the things that uh, someone on Reddit wanted us to mention, I forget the, the username. Like, uh, I, uh, was Jolly Skulls? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. The Maho. How much Maho is too much? We oh, no. need to cast a spell. That's one of the listener questions. <laughs> no, it was the second one. Uh, oh, what previewed R2-Devo? Yeah. What previewed clan card themes are thematically with the Phoenix? What clan so far are you interested in pairing with them? Yeah, he was asking also about the Yogo clan, the Yogo family. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Yogo, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right, so the Yogo, I'll mention quickly that the Yogo are a scorpion family. But the founder of the Yogo family was a Phoenix. Oh, um, that's hus- why you said, well, we'll wait till scorpion to take. I, I didn't understand that. He was the husband I of Asako. And he's got some really interesting stuff that goes along with why he left the Phoenix and joined the Scorpion, which we'll get to when we talk about the Scorpion. All right. Okay. Which will be next episode. So, if you know, everything teaser goes there. According to, going to plan. Okay. So uh, the, the, the interesting thing about the Asawa family is they're the leaders of the clan. The no, Asawa no. family instead no. of the Sheba family. Right. Okay. The the Sheba family. So hold on, hold on. We have we have three we have three families so far that I remember. Sheba, Isawa, Asako. Mm-hmm. Right. And, what, is there a fourth? Uh, Yogo is kind of scorpion now. Yeah. In the old fiction, uh, when when Togashi finally falls, and it's in the in the old fiction, Togashi Yokuni is Togashi. Mm-hmm. Uh, he. Uh, Miramoto Hitomi takes over as the leader of the Dragon Clan uh, because she creates this sort of schism within the clan where the Agasha family, uh, they split. Uh, oh, okay. So some of the Agasha decide to stay. and be So some Agasha, dragon. yeah, if I remember correctly, there's some Agasha cards in the dragon stuff. Right. Yeah. In, in, but in the old fiction, the other half of the Agasha join the Phoenix Clan and become the fourth family. Oh, okay. So that... 
<laughs> where we are in the timeline, that would be a future event if that happens at all. Mm-hmm. So okay. I believe right now there are only three families for the the Phoenix, and if I'm wrong about that, you know, seem, definitely please correct me. Seem to focus on three for most of the clan so far, so it would be yeah. pretty standard. Okay, so we have those three families. Go right. on. So, well, in the, at the uh, for the first day of Thunder, the the first war against Fulang, uh, Asawa, is the the founder of the Asawa family, is the Thunder for the Phoenix clan. Okay. When Sheba approaches Asawa to do this great thing, Asawa says, I will do this under one condition. You must forever protect my family from, from today on. You know, if I'm not going to be here, if this is going to be me, you know, going to my death, you've got to protect my family. So Sheba, right. being the, the person that he was, did something that you'll never see any other clan champion ever do. He kneels before Asawa and says, I will protect your family. Wow. So from that day... Because the champion is not going to battle Fulang. Mm-hmm. Right. The Thunder is. And the it's going to be Asawa. Is. Oh, wow. Okay. So Shiba kneels before Asawa and accepts the, the solemn duty to forever protect his family. And that's really the found, founding of the, the Phoenix clan. Okay. So you have this idea that the Asawa are the... They're the element. They have the, the elemental masters come out of the Asawa family. The Asawa family. They're the magical scholars. The the big big time best Shugenja. And the they're Shiba. The best, the best. I have the best. <laughs> well, every clan's got the best of something, right? Uh, the Shiba are, and when and you, you get a little bit of this in the story when it talks about Sukune having her charge in Asawa Tadaka. Remember correctly? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know she talks about you know. I, Asawa Tadaka is her lover? No. Her charge. Her she is her she is his Dojimbo. Yeah. Bodyguard. Oh. I missed Guardian. that in the yep. fiction. Yeah. It's touched on very early on. And then now, now they the do story. they do there is some subtext there of, of a at least some sort of close friendship between them. Okay. Yeah, you can think that they there might be some romance there, but it's not really romance in in Rokugan, it's a complicated thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Considering I've missed most of it in the fiction when it's come across, you guys have had to tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, I understand. So, that. so there is there are some intimations that they might be romantically involved. Right. They were talking about getting on with their lives together. Yeah. Right? But that like, doesn't necessarily mean that they are going to get married or screwing or anything like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> it could be a a courtly, you know, unrequited. Yeah, you know thing. Yeah. So th- okay. there's there's lots of aspects to moonlighting. Again, moonlighting. <laughs> moonlighting seems to come up a lot in the L five R world. And you're the one who always brings it up. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> I have a thing for Bruce Willis. What can I tell you? <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> Civil Shepherd isn't bad either. <laughs> no, no, she isn't bad at all. She's bad um, at all. So you get this idea that the the Asawa are the leaders of the Sheba or the, the leaders of the Phoenix, and the Sheba are sort of their protectors. Okay. So that's that's where you get that. The sort of Asawa are the leaders of the Phoenix, and the Sheba are their protectors. Yes, mm-hmm. but but so the clan champion. The, now the clan champion is Sukune is Sheba Sukune, right? Right. At least now. So as far as like the rest of Rokugan is concerned, the leader of the of the Phoenix is Sheba Sukune, but internally. The Asawa are calling the shots, so there, there's there's an interesting so they sort of flip the script. Internal a bit. force going yeah. on, internal, internal, pressure. internal forces. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right, cool. And so, do the families tend to uh, focus on expertise within the elements or within certain roles as they roles. do with some of the Most other like, clans? It, like with like with other uh, clans, it's it's they have sort of roles that they fulfill. So Sheba, I mean, I'm just going to guess because from what we've talked about. Sheba are the warriors. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, them, one for it, one. Describes a gentleman doing one of the one of the male um, bushi doing a, a kata f- from Ujimitsu, right? Yes. His style as as the one of the, as the opening part of the ceremony. Say that again. Um, when Skune sat sat watching the opening part of the ceremony, there's a yeah. warrior going through a oh right 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 kata, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's, yeah. And he's a student of Ujimitsu who's passed away. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he's okay. I believe he's using a yari for the for that kata. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a yeah, it's a it's a pole arm. Mm-hmm. Kata. Okay. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. That those those little moments were were. Uh, 
But again, the Shiba clan, then hence the martial. Quite focus. well explained, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also, and also, Shiba you've got clan. the. Uh, so, you, the, so you've got the Shiba, the warriors, right? You've got Asako's, the diplomats, the the courtiers, yes. And then Isawa are Shugenja, Shugenja, all the okay. way down. Okay, all right. Yep. So I like. I also like the the theme in the story of you know sort of rising from the flames and all that because the <laughs> the burning shrine. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sukune goes oh, running into it yeah. to try and save people, yeah, and then bursts mm-hmm. out of it, right? Out you know, you mm-hmm. know, coming out of the flames, mm-hmm. falling at the feet of the Master of Fire. That's like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty big symbolism, right? Right, absolutely, absolutely. And like everybody else was concerned about the knowledge, she went in to get the peasants. She went in to get the people. The people. Well, yeah. she she also wanted to. I mean, she was. She was interested in saving that also because that is important. But she right. also want, she did want to save as many people as she could. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally so fine. yeah, that, that, and I mean they, we already knew we as the reader knew who the champion was going to be. So we were just reading right. about how she was going to be champion. So obviously, we the, had a little bit of lead time. There wasn't a lot of like surprise there. The surprise was in how it happens and, and unless you know some up. backstory about the phoenix and ofushikai ofushikai is the as they say in the story is the ancestral sword of the phoenix clan it was carried by shiba okay and uh, now is there an ancestral sword for each of these clans there yes there is okay the uh, ofushikai is interesting because according to legend when shiba died at least part of his soul stayed in Ofushikai. That's kind of scary, but kind of neat at the same time. Right. I don't know how so, I feel about that. So it's <laughs> so in 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 um in Japanese and Rokugani and sort of, you know, the in the in the their culture and their history and their sort of the mythology, the idea that the sword is your family's soul. It is your soul. It's you know, it, and it's passed on and that sort of thing. There's a uh, it's it's really this idea that your ancestors held this sword, you hold this sword, so you're holding on to your ancestors, and they are you know helping you through you know by having the sword. That's something that you shared as a family. Right, right, right. Well, in the in the in the in the Phoenix Clan, this is a real thing. So at the end, you've got the the scene where she opens up Ofushikai, and then she gets this sort of vision where standing behind her with his hand on her shoulder is Ujimitsu. And then behind him is the is the champion previous to him, and behind him is the champion right. the, and going right. all the way back right. to Sheba. So the ceremony that they talk about is the is the way that the Phoenix Clan champion is always chosen. The sword chooses the champion. So the so and if if I'm not mistaken this if I'm not mistaken they basically just take who they think are the candidates and they put them in a circle and they start with one person and they that they just hand it off to one another yeah. until the sword. Does something, yeah. yeah. It's more a case of every member of the family is a candidate. Right. That's oh, why, okay. That's why okay. Sukune is so like, don't be ridiculous. It's the whole family in front of me. I'm never going to be me. Right. Oh, wait. Right. right. So, yeah, they get the, they get as much of the Sheba family together as they can, mm-hmm. and you, they pass the sword around, and whichever one the sword chooses becomes the champion. So, it's not a father. It's a curiosity. Do you think that the sword chose her because of what she did with the fire and everything else, or was she already preordained to do that? Both of those are reasonable. Uh well I guess my opinion would be uh both and none yeah a little bit of both a little bit of everything we've already seen we've seen a fair bit of predestination or at least um in, uh, shadows of the future in what we've seen so far okay Nikuni looking forward the various events right. on the horizon so yeah, right the elemental thing but also could be seen as a, a perhaps she's the one who has the most potential yeah okay. Because you know, even even though there there is some sort, of, there you know, there are things that like Yokuni having visions and stuff like that, uh, you know, uh, impressions of the future, still nothing's written in stone. Mm-hmm. So there are some things that are predestined to happen, maybe, but there are still things that you know they're that's completely unknown. So going ar- going around the circle of of Sheba's, the sword is looking at who has the greatest potential to lead the clan, who has the greatest destiny, who you know that. The, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things that go into it. Right. Why Sukune is chosen. Okay. Uh, okay. May, all right. Maybe and I I'm just uh, out of curiosity. I just, yeah. I yeah. just thought what I wanted to know what you guys thought. Whether it was, 
that event or she was already predestined to do so. And if she's already predestined to do so, then she could, she was predestined to take the steps she took in the fire. So, you know, you get a little yeah. confounding ideas there, but I was just looking for some. And I do like the way that it ends where thoughts. she says, you know, I'll do my best. Yeah. And she says that a couple times right. in the, in the mm-hmm. piece because she is, and that is her flavor text. Well, yes. yes. <laughs> so you've got this 17 year old girl who 17 summers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got this, you know, teenage girl who was looking forward to a lifetime of service, you know, with Asawa Tadaka. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that was going to be a, you know, a completely unremarkable sort of life and was actually looking forward to it. Right. Yeah. Wanted and, to get away from all the courtly yep, pressures. Yep, yep. She was looking forward to a life of peace and harmony and, you know, just being with her, her charge and living their lives together. So now she is stuck being front and center of everything. Yeah, that's uh, true. So the, 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 the unwillingness there, you get the, the idea that she, she doesn't want this. She yeah. absolutely oh, yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah, want yeah. this. Which I was thinking about the fiction, because I just finished the fiction last night. And so I knew what her card was. And I was trying to think about, so that might, that, to some extent, that explains the 4-4. Four, four. She's not a 5-5. Five, five. She's not a, she's not a elder champion she's a younger one so she has four four she has greater glory than many of them i think all of them right four glory is the highest one Mm -hmm. and she has control over the elements which are the you know she's able to trigger those rings that aren't used at the end of conflict that in and of itself is a huge power Mm -hmm. it's amazing like you're like oh so and up to two so there could be only one but if you somehow manage to, you don't have to win the conflict. If you're the second player, you don't have to engage a conflict to trigger the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would <laughs> say you know, glory is one of the interestingly thematic things about it. When you think about how it works in the game, was this you've got this idea of like say of this young, you know, seventeen year old teenage girl, totally unproven as it were, versus all the other possible options. And so whatever she does, if she excels, it's going to be massively impressive. And if she doesn't, then it's not going to help people's opinion ever in the slightest. Right, right. Well, and you get the idea. So she's un- she's really not willing to do this. She's she's untried, you know, untested, young girl. So yeah, so the, her stats make sense. Yeah. But the that scene where with where she has the vision where her ancestors tell her that they are standing behind her, that mm-hmm. they support her. Right. That is huge. Yeah. No, that's a, that's yeah. a really cool scene. That's a yeah. great way to close off the. Oh yeah. And so, and off. so the about the only thing she can do is say, "I will do my best." Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And so it's it's awesome. <laughs> I just yeah, I, I thought it was a very kind of a very poignant story. I thought it was oh. one of the one of the ones the, thematically strongest in terms of what it was trying to put across, and one of the most ones that best encapsulated its clan style. Definitely, I mean everything everything in there was phoenix end to end between symbolism and oh yeah the situation. Right. Yeah. Right. So, is there anything else to say about phoenix that you want to get out there? Um, so here's the, here's the well, thing I was thinking about. That's a named sword, yes. right? That's a named sword. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like I said before, it's going to be in the game. Names in Rokugan <laughs> are a huge thing. Anytime you, you something has a name, it right. has more power. Right. Close. Yeah. The way that they've been tailoring the fiction to the cards that we've seen and everything else, I would be I would not be surprised if that sword gets released. Oh, I hope it does. First, in the first cycle. We were, we <laughs> were, we were talking about I mean, it would just ama- conflict cards with no influence on them. Yeah, 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 there it is. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. You know, yeah. State with the clan. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, my God, really? Yeah, yeah you're right. I hadn't <laughs> mm-hmm. even thought of me. Yeah. Oh, my God, you could have ancestral swords that, don't have con- that are conflict cards that don't have an influence, so you could only play them. Yeah. In their yeah. own decks, and that would be a thing. <laughs> or Jeez, girl. Here, here's an here's an interesting here's an interesting <laughs> twist on that's that. That's awesome, dude. That is awesome. You know, we don't we don't see things like this. It's probably going to be a conflict card, but wouldn't it be cool if Ofushikai was a dynasty card? And dynasty attachment could work out. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, thematically, it works huh? perfectly too. That sense of it coming from from the it the contains the, the soul of Sheba. Mm-hmm. It, okay. It could. All right. it, it okay. could be a character in its own right, and it also kind of fits because, um, sort of, 
how can I put this? Notoriety-wise, you'd probably kind of see it coming, as it were. Suddenly <laughs> having the sword produced would be a bit of a, well, I, ne- I never expected that, and but you would, of, here it comes. <laughs> you <know>? Wow, <laughs> you would have to, yeah. I don't even so want to be interesting. It's designing that probably thing. not going to happen. It's probably going to be a conflict <laughs> card, but I think it would be cool if Ofushikai was... A living a, weapon. A character. <laughs> yes, was a, was a dynasty card. Here's a, here's a fun one for you. A, uh, it's a zero zero actual... It's a dash dash character. Bear with me. It's actually okay. a character. You All put right. it into play as normal, and it has an action that has to attach to a a character of a certain cost or glory, and then does something when it does that. And then and then it gives that character <laughs> so a plus some, has plus nineteen plus nineteen. Yeah. You're unbel- <laughs> unbelievably good. It has it has to choose someone. Right. Um, thinking Phoenix, maybe it just cranks their glory. Yeah, maybe it cranks their. Glory. It somehow oh, yeah, it somehow gives be, them yeah. the power of the answer. Their answer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah. Fun, fun little thought. So, yeah, well, that's, so cool. that's cool stuff, I think. Oh, okay. Really good, really oh, good stuff. Well, I'm glad I asked. I enjoyed the fiction, and it, it's like I said, it's really thematic. It really fits in with you know what the clan is, who they are. Yeah. You're cool. And yeah, and like Sakuni has this idea, you know, her whole life is going to be service, right? That's, you know, she's going to be the, a, the Yojimbo, Yojimbo to mm-hmm. someone who is eventually going to be, he is, he is training to become an elemental master. Okay. So that's that's one thing that they don't really oh, make okay. clear. Yeah, that, yeah, you're right. He is he is the second, right? He right. Is the, he is he is, right he is the next to his he's the he's the senior pupil or the yep. Yep. The, you know, the 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 next in line and successful. Made clear as well. Yeah. He's, he's rising star. Mm-hmm. You know? So he is going to become someday a, 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 a an elemental master, and so she was looking forward to this life of service of you know being the the Ojimbo to this yellow, elemental master. Mm-hmm. So. You know the the Sheba have this idea of service. The, that's that's one of sort of the clan themes. That's you know that goes all the way back to Sheba kneeling before Asawa. Yeah, I will protect you. Yeah, I, you know I will serve you is basically what the, you know. I, I will my clan. I and my clan will serve you <laughs> in your family. So so you know that's the only time that you have a vassal family sort of raised above the head family of the clan. Mm-hmm. So you got this idea of service that's sort of a part of the the philosophy of the Sheba family. Yeah. Okay. There's a nice, a nice edge of. I'd be interested to see in, in the later, um, liter, later uh, fluff whether Skune turns it into. I'm now. I'm a. I'm a protector. I'm a guardian. So now I'm guarding the whole darn clan. Basically, she's she's less in charge and more protecting the whole the whole institution. Yeah. So. Uh, gotcha. That's that's most of what I want to say. Uh, I also will point out some things that I've said mentioned before. Like they have the the Asawa have the greatest library of magical documents in all of Rokugan. They are the magical scholars, magical historians. They re- they're, they're 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 magical researchers. So they have <laughs> they have this library that's you know Library of Alexandria sort of thing. Right, mm-hmm. right. And right. Um, they also are one of the because of a lot of their studies uh, in various parts of the old story, they are one of the clans that most has the problems of of falling to Maho, to falling to the Shadowlands Taint. Oh, okay. Is that what Maho is? Yeah, Maho is black taint. magic. Okay, all right. The bad stuff. And so. we'll get to those listener <laughs> questions in a bit here, folks. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll so address those. So, we'll, but, we'll, but actually, that that question about which how much Maho is is enough. Yeah. No Maho is enough. Oh. Zero Maho is enough. Okay. <laughs> Anything, you don't want to meet. How you much, don't how much is too magic. much? Any. Any, Any is okay. too much. Yes. All right. Gotcha. All right. So now. Uh, on to Unicorn. Now, this is going to be a bit different because we don't have the fiction for Unicorn. So we're kind of assuming there's uh, online the prevailing belief is that Shinju Alton Sarnai is going to be the uh, champion for Unicorn. Mm-hmm. But we can talk a little bit about because and we're doing this, folks, because we have one episode left before Gen Con. We want to get these kind of lore these family introductions, these clan introductions done before the game releases at Gen Con. So we're going to do one on August 12th, and we want to leave some room to talk about other things on that August 12th episode. So that's why we're kind of getting ahead of FFG here. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully we won't be too far ahead, and hopefully we'll be fairly accurate in terms of the guests for the clan champion. It could, you know, of course, Shinjo or Alton Sarnai could start out as a champion in the fiction and be dead by the end <laughs> right be, be, so, be, no, be, so it could be something completely different be, just be, like Jimitsu and um, Okoto problem I believe yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah. so so uh, what we can do is talk about the the clan itself uh, 
mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the families. Mm-hmm. And they're the only clan, if I understand it correctly, they're the only clan to have ventured outside Rokugan. And they've Correct. gone outside Rokugan and they've found people and they've actually brought knowledge and maybe even people back. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. Great. All right. So so the Unicorn Clan, yeah, yeah, you're right. They're the only ones who have brought someone back. They're the only clan that's changed their name, too. Oh. <laughs> okay. So back in time yeah, yeah, immemorial, yeah, yeah. Kami Fall to the Earth. <laughs> Rewind back. Yeah. Tournament, blah, 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 blah. The founder of the Unicorn Clan is a lady by the name of Shinjo. Now, when she founds her clan, she gives them the name the Kirin clan. Kirin? Kirin. Okay. Which is another sort of mythological creature. Uh, Host like as well as with them. Yeah. She, uh, you know, like all of them go around, you know, looking for people to join her. She finds uh, a guy named Ide. Ide? Ide. I-D-E. Ide. Okay. I think that's the correct pronunciation. Mm -hmm. But again, if I'm wrong, please correct me. The, if I remember correctly, they are the... Diplomats of the clan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then there's the uh, Yuchi family, and that's spelled I U C H I. Yuchi. Like a Yuchi. Okay. Gotcha. Like a Y sound. Sort of. Um, umlauti more than anything. If you know umlauti. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and again, you know, we're guy Jid for mispronouncing these things. Please correct us. Yes. Yes. Uh, they're the uh, Shugenja, the family, if I remember correctly. And so you got the you got you know the Shinjo family, which are the, the leaders. After the first war with Fulang, after the, the first day of thunder, Shinjo becomes concerned about the the safety of the empire. They've just had this big, massive war against right. <laughs> against the, the demigod. Right. <laughs> so she decides that she is going to take her clan and explore and see what threats lie beyond the borders of Rokugan. Now, for for most Rokugani. The empire is their world. There is nothing beyond the empire, the, the borders of the of, of the Emerald Empire. There's nothing worth going and seeing. No, the as far as they're concerned, there is nothing. Okay. That the world ends at the borders of the empire. You know, in a, in a very real way for most people, that's that's their life. That's their worldview. So Shinjo has a different worldview. She decides that she that there is stuff out you know beyond the borders of Rokugan. You know that that could be as bad as Fu Lang, so she goes out to find that and find out what's, you know, what's beyond. So they, they venture outside the borders. They're gone for something like 800 years. They they go into this place. 800 years? Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. So, but, like, 40 generations. Yes. Okay. That uh, seems to be a long time. Yeah, so they, they go, they, they explore this place called the Burning Sands. They meet uh, lots of interesting people. One of the first things that happens is they are attacked by a, um, they're, they're sort of a barbarian sort of clan. Uh, uh, I forget the name is, uh, but they, they're attacked. They defend themselves against the attack. They basically, you know, wipe out the sort of, the, and the, these guys were, were horse lords, they, you know, so they, they were uh, mounted cavalry. And the ones who survive become the last family of the the clan the moto they changed their name to moto so the ones that survived the the attackers mm-hmm. yeah the, the one the, the that people they, that yes. attacked the unicorn yes and it was ujik ujik high or something like that was the name of the clan the, okay before they became the moto okay so the moto family so we have the moto the shinjo the ide and the yuchi yeah okay uh so the, the moto are gaijin the, the, yeah. like, like okay non Rokugan yes okay, that not makes Roku. sense alright gotcha. so and they and so as as this combined group is wandering around outside the the borders of Rokugan through the burning sands and places like that the the Rokugani of the clan sort of start to adopt Gaijin ways because they they're sort of they sort of have to uh, one of the big things is uh, diet in Rokugan the diet is primarily rice. You have rice with pretty much every meal. In fact, one of the one of the forms of greeting that's common is, "Have you eaten rice today?" Okay, <laughs> all right. Wording, and so that's just yeah. checking to make sure you've had your system. right, right, right. So, so rice is important. Rice is the staple. A lot of it. A lot of the the things beyond rice are vegetables, either fresh or pickled. And if you can get it. Fish or small game. Now, and most of the time, it's fish. 
Anything that's red meat. But isn't Rokugani landlocked? A lot of it is. Decent amounts of ocean too, but still, oh, okay. yeah, they're right. coastal areas. Yeah. Okay. You can you can pickle fish. You can preserve fish. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> and also, we can say this: the amount of fish we see up here in you know several hundred miles plus from any yeah. <laughs> meaningful yeah, piece but of ocean. The Rokugani don't have planes and trains and automobiles. Mm. Nope. True. They mm. have carts yes. and ponies and things that and pack and and uh, draft yeah, animals. That's true. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. So I'll allow, allow that. I'll allow that. <laughs> Judge. I'll allow a lot that. a lot of a lot of Rokugani is vegetarian because what they can get is rice and vegetables. So red meat is considered uh unclean, dishonorable. You don't eat it. It's it's you don't touch it. You know, if you have cows, you use them for milk and that's it. So when the Kirin clan is out wandering and it's during, and it's while they're out wandering that they rename themselves the the unicorn, and that has to do with Shinjo disappearing for a while, coming back, uh, and giving birth to five Kirin who take the form of unicorn. And there's a there's a there's a big backstory with that. One of the first th- decisions that they have that they come to is they they took they took Rokugani ponies with them when they left to, uh, you know, as pack animals, as riding animals, that yeah. sort of thing. Okay. And the horses that the, the that they come back with are very different than what the what are native to Rokugan, the, the area of Rokugan. So they, when they're out in there, one of their first problems is they, they run out of food. And so they're left the decision of, do we eat our horses or not? And this is a huge fight between two of the, two of the, the, the leaders of the, of the, the group. Two, basically, Shinjo's right hand and left hand, I forget their names. They basically, they fight a duel over it, which uh, leads her to... Uh, instituting a clan rule which stands to this to you know to up to the point where we're at in the story dueling is forbidden within the unicorn clan unless you use boken or the um the bamboo sword which i forget what it's called oh boken is a type of sword a bo- yeah boken or boken yeah it's yeah a, it, it's, it's a, a bo- boken is a um is a uh it's a practice a wooden, sword wooden a wooden weapon it's a wooden practice sword oh okay I know the name of the um, bamboo practice weapons, and I cannot think of it. Anyway, it's, it starts with an S, and I forget. Yeah. Anyways, move I on. I should know it. So you, so you, you, you can duel within yes. the Unicorn Clan. You may duel, yes, but with only those practice swords and right. not real swords. Basically, it okay. means that any duel is going to be non-lethal. So, so they, I believe, they end up eating the horses because they're starving. And as they're living with, after the Moto joined them, and they're adopting. Uh, gaijin ways they lose the prohibition against eating red meat so the unicorn are the only clan that eats red meat in in all of the empire okay. and they're considered slightly unclean and weird for doing it yeah. they also are the only ones who wear hide armor oh um, oh right i think i saw s- uh, there's something the that le- triggers some the memory about the fiction the or crab stuff, the oh the crab stuff, stuff. Right, 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 right. right 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 the um, if i remember correctly the, the whole deal here is that handling and working with leather when it's mostly skin still is a problem yeah using it it's unclean is less of an issue so it's it's the fact of like once it's made into an artifact it's not so much of a, a problem but the making of it is the yeah it dishonors you yeah mm-hmm. exactly so. the handling of it yeah so they tan they tan their own hides they make leather armor they wear it and Leather, leather is not something that you wear in Rokugan. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it's also considered unclean to wear it. Right. So that, so that's sort of some of the reasons why the rest of the clan consider the rest of the, the excuse me, the empire considers the unicorn clan to be unclean and dishonorable, and then they don't, then they 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 think they're barbarians. Yeah. Right. Well, no, I mean, they're gone for eight centuries. They yeah. reappear. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not like anybody. Uh, oh, right, you're back. Right. I remember when you left. Well, and the thing is, saying that on the street corner, they wander back into Rokugan through the Shadowlands. Oh, so that causes a problem Ooh. also. <laughs> so they they come back. How do they even? How do the how do how do the crab even know that they're unicorn? That they're the clan, the Rokugani clan. Kyrin. The, the, less undead than normal. <laughs> you know? oh, well, okay. for, first off, yes, they they there's a lack of taint and a lack of corruption, that sort of thing. But they they're carrying banners and that sort of thing, and they do have like Shinjo dies while she's while they're out in the burning sands, so she doesn't come back to Rokugan. That's the Kami, to be clear. She yeah, the Kami. There, yeah. Okay. So the family comes back, but the, yeah. the 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 Kami Shinjo does not. So, but they have artifacts. They have the the old banners and things like that. They say, yes, we're the we are the unicorn clan. Who Probably used to be known, known as, as the Kirin, Kirin, 
you know, here's our proof. And it takes them actually. Purple rain. Purple <laughs> rain. Okay. I'm not oh, sure why you're you're and, and, no because firmly known as oh, get you yeah. and the purple <laughs> yeah, I know I know unfortunately I got there quicker yeah I know and we saw warrior poet yesterday unicorn have purple cards I, 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 my, here's my assertion Katrina and Brad or Nate or one of them folk are a huge Prince fan and that's why. The unicorn of purple. Doug is, is sitting here is, not looking at me. This He's has just been Conspiracy Theory yeah. Corner with, <laughs> with Tobin Lopez. <laughs> Doug, the look on your face is just like, I can't take this. This is I got insane. A, I got out of bed for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, 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 <laughs> okay, so... Formerly known as, they had artifacts, they had evidence to yeah. show that, yes, we are indeed so not they're, Oni. They're, they're, they are allowed to come back into the Empire. Basically, yeah. the, the crap are like, okay, fine, come over the wall, and they're... And they're Stop being our problem. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty, you're getting in the get way, we've got, we've got Oni to fight. The God thing, this is above my pay grade, get in there. Right. It yeah. takes them something like 30 years after that to really reestablish themselves within the Empire and to be accepted as as a great clan. Right. And it does, I believe, if I remember correctly, it does take an act of the emperor to allot them land to and to welcome them back and give right. them a great that's clan. Right, that's what I was just, that's what I was just thinking about. Because yeah. like, they come into land, they've been yeah. gone for 800 years, they don't have a stronghold. They don't and have they look things. gaijin. They, they, oh, and they look gaijin yeah. because they've... Because they've the mixed their in. blood. They've crossed with, bread, no, different yeah. clothing, different culture styles okay. since then. Yeah, all right. The, the different cool. horses, different everything. Right. right. And I would I'd say as well, one of the things I was thinking about there is the idea they've gone for eight centuries. They haven't been on the other side of a wall for eight centuries. They haven't been a neighboring province that we haven't really mixed with. We haven't seen them change. They left, and then they come back as different as um, Roman legionaries could be from you know right. Crimean era soldiers. <laughs> right. You right. Know, like, so well, you know. they at the point when they come back. They've achieved almost mythical status. You know, they're the the, the lost great clan that left and went beyond mm-hmm. the empire. Mm-hmm. So when they come walking back and say hi, we're back, everyone's a little leery of that for a while. It takes right, it and takes there was a- some allusion to that in some of the f- fiction or some of the spoilers or something that that. Well, we don't have their fiction yet, right? No, 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 no. In the uh, in the fiction of the other. Oh, stuff. oh right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. And the other stuff that, like the, that yeah. There was well, some well, suspicion. There's, there's of a the lot unicorns. of there's a lot of discussion, like, oh, the unicorn, yeah, you know, kind yeah. of thing, as it were. This yeah. strange. Now, opinion of them. one of the things that got a lot of discussion early on, and I haven't heard much of it. We'll probably hear more of it now. Is that cavalry was a thing in the old game, mm-hmm. right? That yeah. it had a specific. It was a specific rule mm-hmm. re- related to cavalry. I expect that we'll see just cavalry. I I imagine there will right? be it'll, it'll be there will be yeah. there will, yeah. Uh, it'll be a trait trait drop trait. Sorry, it'll be a trait. Yes. There's one other thing that the uh, the unicorn brought back with them from the, their time in the Burning Sands. They no longer practice the same type of magic that everyone else in Rokugan practices. Magic in Rokugan with Shugenja is uh, it's based on kami and spirits, and you know you're 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 working with the spirits, you're you know entreating them Thank you, and yeah. entreating them for help <laughs> to to create an effect. In, during their time in the Burning Sands, the unicorn lost their connection with the kami. It 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 became it became weak, it and they have adopted a new form of magic that they found in the Burning Sands called meishodo, which is name magic. The rest of the people in Rokugan don't know what to do with it. They they're not sure whether it's black magic or not. And they just know that it's not the way that they do things, and therefore they don't like it. Yeah, imagine the Phoenix opinion on that. Yeah, and the, you, there's there is some there is some hints about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, that's sort of an overview of what the unicorn are. Yeah, before we before we get a full uh, a full um, law dump. Well, okay, next week. There, yeah. sure. There's there, there's one more. I guess there's one more thing I should mention about the moto. Yeah. Uh, after they come back to the Shadowlands into the Empire. They they get to see firsthand what the Shadowlands is, how bad it is, because they have to slog their way through it to get back into to Rokugan. The head of the Moto family, after they've after the, the the unicorn become established in the Empire again, they've got their land set aside and they're living there. Within a few years, he decides that that it, it's time for the unicorn to do something to help out the crab, to help out the Empire. So he takes almost his entire 
the, the almost the entirety of the Moto family and goes into the Shadowlands, never to return. Oh, so you've got this idea of the the lost Moto. There actually, there most of them never return. There are a few of them that do return. Then their hair is white and their skin is white, and oh, they, wow. they, they they have seen the worst of the worst, and it is basically you know drained the color out of them. So you've got so there's this. Uh, at least in the old story, there's there's a lot of moto who wear white and who and who wear white like white headbands and white kimono and things like that to sort of commemorate their their lost members of their families. Okay, so that that's sort of a big event, and that's one thing. The moto going into the Shadowlands is actually one of the things that kind of really helps cement the unicorn as okay. Yes, we're going to accept them because they're, they're willing to send. A large portion of their people out, you know, to to do battle evil in the name of Rokugan. So sure, it gains helps. gains a good chunk of respect from the crab. I just want. I, I went back and looked at the warrior poet that they that FFG teased mm-hmm. in the last twenty four hours or so as we record this. It is a cavalry unit. It's a bushy cavalry, three cost, two two. It's purple. It's a poet. I'm just saying. <laughs> Formerly known as, I'm just saying, you know. I I, I was. She's gonna... sitting here. Uh, she she's sitting here writing. Maybe she's writing a song about Purple Rain or nothing comparing to you, Doug. I'm, I'm or a little red Corvettes or in this case, little red cars. I could have smack you with this microphone. <laughs> stand, do, we have an I swear. do we have an episode name? Little Red Kiri? Uh, I just I love I, I love the look on Doug's face as I'm just get, I'm just pushing this joke further and further and further. And his face is just crush being crushed. Uh, All right, so yeah. it is a bushy character. It is a pretty cool bushy character. So uh, check out check out FFG's feed for if you've for missed the that art. somehow because yeah. Don. <laughs> yeah, we have two listener questions. Yes, this time, and we already talked about one, which I didn't include because you had said any Maho is too ma- much. Maho. Any Maho is too much. So we already answered that. That one That's was because remember, remember, Maho corrupts your soul. It corrupts your body. It corrupts everything. So it's it like touching, it's, it's, it's akin to touching into the dark side or touching into chaos if you're Warhammer yeah. 40K. You, you're, welcoming, you're welcoming evil into your body and soul every time you, t- every yeah, time you use Maho. So probably not a good idea. Right. right? So, and, and, it, and it's not something that, it's, it's like a cancer. Once you get tainted, it continues to grow yeah. inside you and you yeah. will f- eventually fall to the Shadowlands and lose your soul and all that and become evil. So okay. any amount of Maho is too much Maho. Yeah, so All yeah. right. So just just say no, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Just say no to any Maho. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maho not even once, et cetera. You know. How is there a so is so there a there's probably song a, about drugs? No, no, no oh, I was thinking there's, there's probably going to be a group, M-A-M, Mothers yeah. Against Maho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many dare illusions can we make here? I'm sure we can keep going on this. I want to timestamp this, um, baby. All right. Or time so, step so, us. So the yeah, next, true enough. Yeah, true time enough. stamping us is more like it, what we're <laughs> yeah, doing here. True enough. R2Divu asks, uh, what preview can- cards or clan themes are your favorite thematically for the Phoenix? What clan so far are you interested in pairing with them? Hmm. I don't know if I have any favorite cards yet out of the Phoenix clan. As far as pairing them with someone... I think pairing them with dragon could definitely be interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of ring manipulation, mm-hmm. right? So they so they trigger on ring stuff. When with you're their using gl- rings, that if you have a ring, they you're using yeah. rings and and various other things. I like that, and I like dragon for it because dragon has kind of the seeker of enlightenment and some of those other ring manipulation effects. So they could be a natural one because again, I think doubling down on the they theme. have more shugenjas. Uh, when we talked about mm-hmm. our, our against the waves, I think Dragon have sh- some Shugenja, so they could turn on some of those rubbish. Shugenja cards. Yeah. Right, I still think they could be interesting paired with Lion, maybe because of the, the the high glory that you mentioned before. Oh, honoring tricks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Crane yeah. as well. Crane mm-hmm. might be a possibility. So it's hard to say at this stage without really being able to talk about the entire pool. Right. Mm-hmm. But Phoenix seem very manipulative. So if you want a little bit of control, we. I, uh, the the control word has been thrown around a, quite yeah. a while, quite a bit. I don't know that I've seen control. Maybe crab is control because they're so defensive, but I don't see the, a lot of control. Island. I'm expecting scorpion to be huge control. 
Yeah. I like, guess we'll see when they're To the nines. Yeah, yeah I'm expecting Scorpion. Yeah. And who knows? You know, but they're, they're, the Phoenix and the Scorpion are interrelated in the fiction in, in several ways. Yep. Going yep, back to, true. you know, Shiba being the twin of Bayushi. So maybe there's a natural synergy there. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. In terms of thematic cards, um, I think it was a grasp of Earth we saw just yep. recently. Yep. That one that one laid to me like a very good feel of sit back, use magic, benefit from it and oppose what people are doing doing to you. That very much the kind of warding mystic yeah. kind of feeling style. I quite like that yeah. one. Yeah. And the yeah. Phoenix also do have in the in the fluff, in the fiction, they do have an, uh, this, uh, this sort of more pacifist uh bend to the clan, the uh, right. tendency. Mm-hmm. And so that I'm not sure how that's going to, you know, really play out. I like you know whether you whether you stay honest to the storyline. You know what kind of player are you? Are you going to be one that's like we've mentioned yeah, before, okay, Nedley? Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are you staying honest to the storyline? So there there might be some of that, but I like I think I like Dragon. I think I like Dragon with them just from what I've seen. Uh, maybe Crane. The the cards that we've seen have been fairly balanced. There's some that are uh, really high military. There's some that are higher political. But they're fairly balanced. Yeah, they're not as balanced as Dragon. Yeah, certainly the conflict cards um, as well. A lot of the conflict cards from each clan, they they don't tend to epitomize that clan as heavily as the dynasty does. So it's not like you say, I could do with some more military power, so I go to Lion. And the Lion conflict right. cards you can take are not necessarily all that crazy military compared to right. other clans. Right. And also, if you're just looking at it from a purely, you know, spike tournament, do whatever it takes to win sort of deck building. Mm-hmm. Strategy. Y- why not pair Phoenix with Crab? Maybe they're you know conflict. The the, the, the yeah. pacifism, the manipulating rings, and reprieve, watch commander. Well, turn turn pacifism into defensiveness. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know I mm-hmm. don't, I don't know that, and I don't know if Phoenix is going to be a high card draw, high conflict card draw clan, or a low one, or a middle of the road. My suspicion is that they're going to be middle of the road. They're going to want to draw some okay. cards, uh, but you need. But we've seen, you know, requires Shugenja, requires this, requires that, and so I think you're going to want to pair with something that's a got clan that can go presence. that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. Um, well, I think that's the two big choices. Either as always, play to the play to the theme or or shore up your weaknesses. My opinion right now, though, is that you know, just about any clan with any clan is fair game if you can make it work somehow. There's Absolutely. Absolutely. Pick your own meta. Like once that yeah. game comes out, start playing. Start pick your clan or seven and pair them with the other clan or the other six or whatever. Just do it. Just play. That's what I'm looking forward to. Look Definitely. at the, I mean the the conflict cards that we've seen spoiled so far have been. There's some really cool stuff in each of the clans. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there's lots of flexibility. There's lots of there's you know tool kitty cards out there that can possibly work with just about any dynasty deck. As, as, in the as they should be, really. You know, yeah. yeah. Hope to yeah. See. So yeah. I think there's flexibility, and as to what works the best, I have no idea. But you know, we, that's something we're gonna have to, you know, take the first six months of the game to find out. Yeah, indeed. Cool. All right, Johnny Skull, Jolly Skulls, and R2 Devo. Thank you very much for those questions. We'll be asking other people some other questions as things come up before August 12th. All right, we have. We're gonna be at Gen Con. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be yes, there. We are. We're excited. We're looking at uh, less than three weeks. It's going to be a blast, and we will see you there. So we'll be there with bells and whistles and rings and fun stuff. And uh, voice recorders. And voice recorders. We're going to do some great things. Yeah, so we've got some really big plans for Gen Con, both for those people who are attending and for those who are not. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to record one more time before Gen Con, which is August 12th. So look out for that episode. And again, visit our site to see... Against the Waves, the spoiler. Thanks for listening. Talked about. If you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions, you can contact us at artofwarcast at gmail.com, via Twitter at artofwarcast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comments section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. Thanks for listening, and remember, honor is the deadliest weapon. I was singing. I was singing along to Journey in the car on the way over to warm up my vocal cords. Yeah, all right, all right. Journey, really? Yeah, Journey, man. Come on, come Neil on, man. Sean. Don't stop believing. <laughs> yeah, don't stop right. believing. Yeah, all right. exactly. Okay. <laughs>